I think that freedom for me is uh, something like self-love. Uh, when I don't, um, when I don't regard to anything, I don't have any things that I must do. I do everything for myself. This is freedom for me. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital Kiev so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine, hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help clean the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer, after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranking number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine, top 100 travel podcasts in Switzerland, top 60 travel podcasts in the United Kingdom, top 30 in the Netherlands, top 25 on Apple Russia, and top 20 on Apple Poland. Thank you. My guest today is Anna Halushtenko from the Taras Shevchenko National University of Kiev to Free Code Camp to the Genesis IT School from being an organization manager at the Champions League Final Kiev in 2018 to a technology integration consultant at Deloitte Ukraine. Anna is now a product manager in a Ukrainian product company called Genesis, which is developing a mobile app that connects people all over the world. Anna, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks. I am happy, excited, ready for this conversation, and I really, really look forward to discovering more about you. So to have a bit of context, can you share the meaningful parts of your story that you may feel or think made you the Anna of today? Oh, it's really interesting question. Thanks. Uh, I think that um, uh, there are a lot of different events uh, in my life, and uh, every event make me that I am now. And I think that uh, every time that I uh, uh, start something, that I started something, I think it would be um, I have a goal. And this goal helped me to make right decisions. Thank you.
So then I have to ask if I understood correctly. It means the way you operate, you begin first with the goal, and the goal lets you know what is a priority and what is not. It allows you to make the right decisions and know what is not important, and it allows you to know what will be the correct path and plan to get to that goal. Did I understand correctly? Uh, yes, uh, you understand correctly, and uh, I think that um, it's something like a goal or a focus. I have um, a priority in my life, for example, when I um, be at university, my focus was uh, to be a great student, to find first job. Uh, when I get my first job, uh, my second focus was uh, to get uh, as much experience as I can. Um, after that, my uh, priorities has changed and uh, now my priority is to develop uh, new products that change people, that make their life better and uh, also to become a great uh, professional uh, and um, develop products that be great. Thank you. And I have to ask, although I had another question in mind, but this is more interesting for me. When you focus on that goal or that priority or that focus itself, like you said, do you tend to neglect in some way other parts of your life? Like when you are focusing on being a good student, you didn't have time much for family and much time even for uh, healthy activities and maybe not even time to relax and take a walk so you have that intensity or is it just a, a focus but you always make sure that your life is balanced and every area is doing well uh, <laughs> it's it's a difficult question and uh, i think that when uh, i have a goal of something for example my career is my first priority so i have to put away my relationships or um, my time with friends or with family of course we have to uh, spend time uh, for something that matters for me but uh, of course you have to uh, focus on something and uh, something put away Wow. I imagine you're somewhat of a perfectionist, maybe even a workaholic, which is not to say a bad or a good thing. But you said something that matters to me. Now I have to ask whether it's something like you spend time thinking and planning to know what matters to you, or are you more of a person that follows your emotions and you have like your gut instinct and your inner guide that in a way your emotions let you know what should be the focus and what is important or is it the brain and the logic i am really impulsive person and uh, emotional person so that uh, there are a lot of my decisions made uh, based of emotions and i think that it's not a problem for me I think that this is really good because uh, I feel the life, I feel uh, how my life is nice and great and I don't for um I don't afraid of different failures 
and I think that failures make me even better. So that uh, I try to think about uh, my uh, focus that is that uh, will be good for me in my current period of life. But uh, I think that emotional decisions also make sense in my life. Thank you. So if I understood correctly, you're impulsive, you follow your emotions in making some decisions or many, and you're not afraid of failing because you believe failure gives us lessons to learn to become a better person. But yes, of course, you also use your brain for the bigger focus to make sure you have one focus. But for other decisions, it's impulsive following emotions and to feel alive when you do that. Correct? Yes, yes. I think that we should live in current moment. Uh, of course, we should think about our future, we should plan, but uh, we have to let our life be emotional with uh, unpredictable decisions and uh, something like this. Thank you. And that seems to be totally the opposite of a life of a programmer. And you <laughs> did that. So how do you deal with it? Because in programming, failures will be called bugs and they don't like that. And impulsive decisions don't even happen. It's like, no, don't do that. And emotions shouldn't even be part of the process. So do you have like more of two personalities where when you were a programmer, I think now you're not in that role anymore. But in that logical role, you had like a professional personality that stops emotions and tries to stop impulsivity. But as soon as you leave the door, you become a free-flowing, impulsive uh, emotional girl or it was a strength to use your emotions in programming uh yes now i'm a product manager and uh, i'm not a programmer but um, i have a team uh, with programmers marketers special uh, marketing specialists uh, analytics and other person so that uh, I think that in my work I am also make some impulsive decisions some uh, of them uh, correct some of them incorrect but uh, I try to make um, my decisions more based on facts in my job so that uh, I don't uh, uh, make decisions if I I didn't make some previous research. I didn't collect data uh, only if i sure for 100% that these decisions is good for our product, good for our business, uh, I will make it. If I don't sure, I will make research. I ask another person and make some uh, analytics, um, collect some analytics. And after that, I'll make decisions. Thank you. But I have to challenge this because I speak to a lot of entrepreneurs. And even in the British uh, flight Air Force officers, they get this education that, look, we will make many decisions. Very, very often, you're only 70% sure and you don't have all the information. But make a decision anyway because you can in the future make another decision 
and that can correct it, but not making a decision is the worst thing to do. So you said 100% sure. 99 of uh, very successful entrepreneurs make decisions and they cannot wait to be 100% sure because often it's too late. Then I challenge you, why do you think it's a good idea to be 100% sure? And why not be 70% sure, make a decision and get feedback from reality in order to proceed, which is more even related to your own personality and nature? Uh, I said it by example, 100%. And uh, as I said, that uh, I made a lot of uh, emotional decisions that I'm not sure, but this is uh, I'm working in startup and this is a... Um, way of thinking with uh, uncertainty and we don't know what happened uh, tomorrow and we can't plan and be sure for our decisions for long term so that uh, I have to be uh, what I meant and that I have to be sure in my decisions to persuade my team that it is this is correct decision for us for current moment so that uh, we don't know what exactly this decision um, relate us to but uh, i think that we have to be really um, confident to sure our team that this decision is correct for our now very good. And to ask you more about you as a person, you mentioned that spontaneity, maybe even uncertainty, and like you said, not knowing what will happen tomorrow yeah. and being open to risk makes you feel alive. Well, for many people, that makes them feel scared and they try to run away from uncertainty. So what in your life, maybe some experiences that let you know that uncertainty and taking risks and being spontaneous and being open to um, failure and to mistakes is a good positive thing? Or what beliefs or thoughts do you have that maybe people who are scared from this uncertainty can hear and it can help them understand and maybe take more risks in life? I think that there are a lot of people afraid of risks. There are a lot of people afraid of uh, making decisions so that we have to be free in making different decisions if uh, in, in, our, in different spheres. For example, uh, every day we make different hypotheses uh, in my job, uh, also in my life, and I test this. I don't afraid of making some mistakes. I think that there are a lot of people um afraid of uh, making decisions because they afraid of making mistakes but they don't understand that if we don't make mistakes we don't grow so that we have to make decisions to have more uh, experiments to test more hypotheses to give a positive or negative feedback correct our life correct our way of working and uh, become better. This is our way to growth. 
I love that you're following the cybernetics kind of way of thinking in your life and even being a scientist with a hypothesis and experiment and getting feedback. But I have to ask you now about the culture of Ukraine because at least two people mentioned, Kate Gomelyuk and uh, Leonid Verbov, that people in Ukraine, especially when you fail or you make a decision, Anyone, even strangers, will come and try to uh, give you advice about the decisions you're making. And if you make a mistake, they really like make a big deal and uh, criticize a lot. And they said it's not so positive, but maybe you have a different kind of family or friends or situation. Can you comment on this, whether the culture in Ukraine encourages people to take risks and make mistakes? And is it true that even strangers will come and try to tell you what to do with your life, what decisions to make, and everybody is just trying to um, be involved and, in a way, criticize any mistakes? Uh, I think that uh, this is a great problem for Ukrainian people. And uh, how I deal with this, I just uh, don't uh, think... Uh, of people that is not um, leader for me. For example, uh, if I trust these people, I th- I will um, uh, think of their feedback that they give to me. But if I don't uh, think that this is people worth my worth my mind, uh, I don't hear to him, and uh, I think that. Uh, we have to be uh, we have to think about ourselves we have to think and do everything that related to ourselves and don't think how are the people thinking about us i like what you're saying and i agree 100% but i have to ask because even in childhood that is not the way that people are so was there a moment or a learning or an experience that allowed you to improve and develop this ability to be stronger, to think about, to make your own decisions, to trust yourself more? Uh, I think this is a huge problem of Ukraine. So that we have to deal with it and uh, ask our person to think f- about themselves and to live their life. Don't uh, look at uh, other people that uh, m- try to... Uh, make some some bad things you mean you mean say bad or criticizing things and to ask you on a more personal level do you like some kind of art or uh, maybe ballet or uh, walking and uh, hiking outdoors in some mountains or anything because you spoke about new experiences you spoke about spontaneity you spoke about following emotions and you spoke about feeling alive which could be a way to express your emotions through art or to go explore and have adventures whether in nature or going to new places in kiev to allow you to try new things and be spontaneous can you explore that side of yourself i think that sport is uh, really great uh, way for me to have rest uh, and uh, I do in sport every day so that I think uh, that is really a great opportunity for me. 
to have a rest and express myself. Uh, sometimes uh, I love uh, reading and uh, working with my friends, but uh, now we have lockdown and I haven't <laughs> opportunities to do such things. Yes, and sports. Is there a type of sports that you seem to like or prefer, or is it more of a general um, cardio or gym workout? Uh, it's something like cardio, functional trainings, uh, gym workout. Uh, I love uh, every different uh, exercises. Then I have to ask you, you said it allows you, you do it every day. So I imagine it's more of a rest, maybe a meditation, a way to be present in the moment and to forget all troubles. To ask you then, since you like dealing with uncertainty, taking risks, being spontaneous, are you someone who performs better and maybe even enjoys some stress? Or is stress a problem that you wish to reduce and therefore escaping into workout is a way to manage stress? Uh, I think that uh, every person has stressed in, uh, um, in, our, <laughs> in our time. So that uh, this is usual um feelings that we feel every day so that i think uh, uh, that i don't uh, make some things that uh, help me to cope with stress but sport uh, reading uh, just working without uh, um, any interruptions is really helped me to have rest so i don't make some uh, persuasion to uh, cope with stress but uh, I think this is my usual life <laughs> and uh, I have uh, to sleep well, uh, eat healthy food, do some exercise and uh, this helped me to become, to, to feel myself better. I love what I'm hearing because I notice in many of the answers you give, you always go to the bigger picture rather than zooming into the details, which means in some ways, it seems to me that you are someone more strategic rather than tactical, that you don't focus on the small details, but you see the big picture and you're a big picture thinker. Is this correct? And is this part of how your brain works or did you develop a way of more strategic and big picture thinking because you found it valuable? Uh, yes, it's exactly about me. I uh, um, make a strategic thinking uh, and I try to create vision, focus for myself, for my team, for my products so that uh, this is really this worked great for me and uh, I think that we have to be more visionable and uh, then this makes us uh, be more focused and uh, achieve great results. Wonderful. I agree with you 1000%. Then to ask you, did you travel often or enough outside Ukraine or did you more, most of your life only stay in Ukraine? Uh, I traveled outside Ukraine, in Ukraine also. Uh, I really love Carpathian Mountains. I think that is the most uh, peaceful place uh, in Ukraine. Uh, and um, I visited uh, 
Carpathian Mountains uh, in uh, in winter, also in summer. This is really, really beautiful. Wow, you said most peaceful place. And from what we spoke before, it seems to me that you liked uncertainty, a bit of chaos. So I imagined you like that kind of dynamic life, but you said most peaceful. Can you speak about that? Why is going to a most peaceful place, which would be often associated with someone who doesn't like uncertainty, that will prefer peacefulness and tranquility. Why is that something that you valued a lot? I think that every person have to make breaks. So that we can't make breaks uh, in uh, Kiev because uh, you have to, uh, when I, when I'm Kiev, I, um, always uh, hurry up i always think that i should do something i should uh, work uh, train or something else so i have to stop myself to have a break to interrupt my uh, high speed and to become a more peaceful person in peaceful place when i can can have rest when i can uh, forget about uh, everything, about my work, about my habits and other things, and just be a person who have rest and don't think about anything. <laughs> that is so wise. And now, imagine you are in the Carpathians in whatever season is your favorite. What would be the activity that is most fulfilling for you? Is it maybe sitting in winter near some warm fire, drinking some hot chocolate and speaking with those you love? Or maybe it's summer or even winter, walking in the forest, seeing the views and the vast nature? Or which detail or situation in the Carpathians is like your favorite or the one that emotionally impacts you the most to be honest i love skin i love uh, mountains and uh, the feeling of uh, speed when you are uh, skin from a huge mountain so that this is the best relaxation for me also i like just working um, on mountains to have different uh, views to see different uh, masterpieces, and I think that uh, uh, this really worked for me. I love what you're saying, and now I have to focus on skiing. Is there uh, something, an activity in your life, or even the way you live your life, is that skiing at high speed, and therefore maybe uncertainty and being in chaos is something you love, because it's the same as skiing, or skiing is the same as that can you share maybe some lessons or similar experiences between your life and work and skiing i think when i'm skiing i uh, feel freedom this is really awesome feelings uh, and uh, i can't experience this feeling in my usual life so that uh this feelings became um, became me feel myself in so such a different way. This is uh, really awesome. Wonderful freedom. Yeah. What does freedom mean for you? If you could explain it in a way that is meaningful to you, 
And what kind of emotion to you does freedom give? Um, I think that freedom for me is uh, something like self-love. Uh, when I don't, um, um, when I don't regard to anything, I don't have any things that I must do. I do everything for myself. This is freedom for me. Great. So when you're skiing at high speed, you feel freedom, and freedom is self-love. When you do things for yourself, and you don't have to do anything. Uh, that is not for yourself, correct? Yes, yes, exactly. And then to ask you, so in your life, does it mean during maybe your education and other times, you felt that you had to do things that are not for yourself, but it's because they are important and you had to do them, or because some, like you called leaders in your life, asked you to do, so it was important, but it's not self-love. Did this happen before? And how did you, did you deal with it? Or do, do you wish to deal to have more self-love in your life? I think that everyone has uh, some routine job. And uh, we think that we have to do this. And uh, this, is our, this is a part of our life. I think this is okay. And we have to make such things. Uh, but uh, we haven't uh, spent a lot of time for such um, uh, routine things. So that uh, it's difficult to find balance, but I think this is really this is realistic to make some things that is important for you to become better, to grow, to... Uh, get you experience but sometimes we have to do routine job that uh, uh, make us uh, more tolerate maybe i understand but i challenge you since you spoke about visionary to have a visionary thought experiment with me let's say you could have everything in life everything whether it was money uh, love everything was perfect and you could design your perfect day that you did everything for yourself and that that day will be a masterpiece like you use the word masterpiece and absolutely the most perfect day for you what would you do in the morning when would you wake up maybe you'll wake up at three in the afternoon i don't know <laughs> but share what that day will be what activities will be there if you had everything and you had that full day to perfectly self-love and have freedom? Uh, I think that uh, today is such day. <laughs> I woke up uh, and drink coffee with uh, really delicious breakfast. Uh, I uh, read an interesting book and then I uh, working with my friends. Uh, we just talk to each other and uh, um, have a nice time together. Uh, then I come home and uh, learn something new. I love learning different things. It uh, may be different courses or um, webinars or something else. 
And uh, I think it's the second half of the day. Uh, I have to spend time with my friends or just working because I think that working is uh, make me freedom because I earn money. I uh, get new experience and I become more experienced person. <laughs> I become better person. So that that give me um, more energy to make great things. Wonderful. And correct me if I'm wrong, because this is so cool. So to me, it seems what is important to you in life is new. What is new learning, new experiences, new emotions. That is why spontaneity is about doing something that is not routine. And when you do that, you learn more about yourself and about life. So you become more capable of creating freedom and self-love because both you understand yourself more. So you understand what is important that will give you the feeling of freedom and self-love and what should be a priority, as well as becoming more competent, which means you can have more responsibility, earn more money to have more freedom. And therefore, it's about the unexperienced that you go into the unknown to experience it and get the treasures and learning and new emotions from it. Is this a correct understanding or not? Yes, exactly. I love uh, everything new that happens in my life. I think this is uh, the better experience that we can get. Thank you so much. And to complete this interview, can you share, if you were to explain what is Kiev and Ukraine and the Ukrainians to foreigners, how would you describe to someone who never visited what is your favorite thing? What do you like about it? Maybe what some things you can share? And in the end, how can people communicate with you and learn more about Genesis if they wish to? Uh, I think that Kiev is uh, an awesome place for people who is active, who is uh, goal-oriented and love, uh, love energy and active life. I uh, know that people in Kyiv, in Ukraine, uh, always become better and wish to be better by themselves, by uh, their family and their country. And uh, I think that uh, people may find me in uh, Facebook, maybe LinkedIn, and I am really great to meet new people and get new network. Thank you so much, Anna. It was a pleasure. And I wish you a great, great day since this is your perfect freedom day. <laughs> yes. Thank you a lot for the interview. Nice to see you.